0: This is Dr Morris Duffy and I'm absolutely thrilled, delighted to have one of my heroes, somebody I've watched many times at uh, St James's Park playing football. Mike Williamson, player coach, player manager, player everything, player of the season down at Gateshead, ex-Newcastle United. Hi Mike, how are you doing? You're gone, you're gone, your sound is gone, your sound is gone. you back?
1: Can you hear me now? I can hear you now, gotcha, gotcha, we we'll go again. It, right, it just came up, I was muted, and then it went off, ah. so I thought I was unmuted, but I wasn't. I that was my fault, I,
0: I probably hit the button when I started going there, I got it again. All right, so I got you, can you hear me? Yep, yep, we're ready. Okay. Okay, five, four, three, two, one. Hello, this is Dr. Morris Duffy and I'm absolutely thrilled, delighted to have Mike Williamson with me this morning. One of my heroes, one of my stars, a person I've watched and a player I've watched in America at Newcastle United. Currently a player manager, player coach, player of the season down Gates Gateshead. Hi, Mike, how are you doing?
1: I'm very well, Morris. how are you?
0: I'm, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, so how is isolation treating you?
1: Surprisingly well. Um, I'm, uh, I've adapted well. Uh, like uh, you know, I've got five children and um, they're keeping oh, me busy. That must on. Be, that
0: must, I, I've got one and that's a handful. So, with five, <laughs> uh, and, and I know they're all younger than mine. Mine is uh, 11. What's your eldest? Uh, my eldest is uh, 14. 14, so um, five, under 14. 14
1: to 2, yeah, that's the spectrum. Uh,
0: uh, and how are you all managing at home?
1: Yeah, very well. Like I say, the the kids are obviously um, happy to be off school. Um, It's all new and novel to them. Um, And like I say, for myself, I mean, this is unprecedented um, period of time in in history, really. But um, even when we have off seasons and we kind of have four to six weeks break, the kids are, are in school, so we've kind of got their general schedules and we're always trying to fit everything in, visiting family, friends and going on holidays. So it kind of, it really flies by, but being being locked down and, and being made to uh, kind of, uh, you know, spend a lot of your time in your house um, and only allowed to venture out now and again, it's uh, it, it's really brand new and, and novel. So we've been sticking to a quite a tight schedule with the kids and um, trying to still keep their routine. Um, and it's been working really well, like you say. It's been really, really nice to um, have a bit of time to reflect on many things and spend some quality time with the kids.
0: And what does your normal day look like?
1: At the minute, um, I, I wake up, my wife goes for a dog walk for about an hour and a half um, and I go for a bike ride for about an hour and a half. So we, we kind of rotate who gets up and goes early and then one gets back and then we set the other one off. Um, kids get up about six o'clock, six, six thirty. Um, so we'll give them breakfast, um, have a little bit of time, brush teeth, get ready, um, get dressed. And then, um, a lot of times we've been doing, uh, uh, PE, um, the schedule because we've been given a schedule by the school to a kind of rough guideline. Um, mm-hmm. so we've been doing a bit of exercise and then we have about an hour of, uh, getting any work done that, that school any math english science the core subjects mm. um have a little break let them have a snack um and then have a little bit of creative time for them if they want to draw paint, ride play outside do what they like have a little bit of lunch and then i normally take them out whether we go down the river for an hour or up to Chopwell forest and have a little wander and explore um and i normally try and get a an hour's kind of gym session in um i've got a kind of a little few bits and bobs um but generally, it's body weight, um, and then yeah, get back.
0: It's uh, military precision, really. It's uh, um, but, one back. But I know you. But I know you're, I know you're uh, physically a, a disciplinarian about the way that you exercise. Obviously, uh, yes. I, I know you quite. I know you quite well, and I also know that mentally you're a disciplinarian about the way you prepare yourself. So, have you changed anything in in, in relation to the routine, or is there anything there that you would say? Hey, I've been doing this, and it's worked really well for me
1: um i mean like you say you, you know me all too well i i like uh, routine um and i like discipline so i try and set myself the the best schedule i can that makes me feel the best and not op- optimum kind of uh mindset so yeah like my really my my richness is i have a bike ride every morning and that ranges from 45 minutes to an hour and a half i've got different routes that i explore Um, So I get my kind of cardio in in there and and it's beautiful, beautiful weather as well. So it's been an absolute delight. Um, And then at some point, whether it's uh, when the kids are having lunch or they're having creative time, I get about an hour's uh, worth of um, strength, really, um, and do my bits. So that's my kind of my my go-to's that I get in every single day. Um, And around that, it's really just, yeah, make up as we go along
0: and 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 I know you're a student of mindset and the, the mental approach to both your physicality and and life in general and we've we've explored yeah. that conversation many times um but you know again you know what what are the kind of mental things that you're teaching yourself these days? where are you kind of exploring it you know so meditation yoga you know any of those things that that are going on and that you would recommend to people
1: um well, how many hours is this podcast are we doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I've got a list as
1: long as uh, as my arm with that um I'm doing everything everything that I believe in everything that keeps me um keeps me the best version of myself like like you know mm. me I'm I'm all about exploration I, I'm I'm looking at new techniques and new ways every, every every day to try and better myself but my my core is meditation um mm. I always try and get um uh, at least one uh, meditation, where I kind of sit down and close my eyes, uh, the rest of it is just kind of movement med- meditation more more kind of mindfulness really um, mm. cold showers every day um, I live and swear by cold showers um, which i 've just uh, just been in one, so that 's <laughs> wake me up a little bit my my nervous system is all firing yeah. Um, and then, and then, yeah, I try and get a bit of yoga in. I try and do about half an hour, forty minutes of yoga. But really, that that I'm quite lax with that because sometimes that can be part of my meditation, where I'm I'm mm. really deep into my breathing and I try and mm. get into a kind of meditative state. Uh, but sometimes I can be doing it with the kids running around and jumping on top of me, where I'm just kind of stretching really. So mm. it's just making sure that mm. I'm I'm keeping my hips open, my hamstrings, my back, and. And everything because like I say I'm still playing so I still need to mm. keep myself as, as flexible and mobile as possible.
0: And playing well I hear so uh, you yeah, know from the the reports and you were in the playoffs mm-hmm. right Thank but you. before we get to kind of Gateshead and, and I'll, I'll come back to that because you know both you and I are advocates of meditation and mine is if you can't spare 10 minutes a day then you know you need to do it for an hour right um, yeah, so you know, yeah, the, yeah. the reality of, of, of how, important, how important it actually is uh, and uh I actually produced them uh, because I do them sometimes well, I do' do them. I do them a lot in in the programs I run But I do sessions sometimes on meditation um and I, I kind of put one together yesterday but what 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 benefits does it give you uh, where 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 do you see meditation actually helping you on mindset and the way that you are as an individual as a player and as a as a manager of a team
1: yeah, yeah I, I mean yeah, like I said, the, the science behind it is is uh is massive. The, the depths that people have got into, but for me personally, just on a basic level, I mean nowadays, with the amount of information with the speed and the pace of life, everything's just fast and 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 kind of oncoming and to be able to just to uh, to sit down and be able to to concentrate even you know take taking, taking real real meditation out of it, just be able to focus just even the art of sitting down and reading a book I think is being lost at the minute. Our attention, there's so many things vying for our attention at the minute with with social media, with TV, with um, so much stimulation. Our minds are just uh, 100 miles an hour. So that ability just to be able to say, right, for this 20 minutes, I'm just going to sit down and I'm just going to be a witness to, to what happens in my mind and not be attached to it. And to have that, that discipline, really, to do that, I think, is, is just is critical, um, mm-hmm. especially, like I say in, in society these days. Mm-hmm. And then you obviously get into the spirituality of the kind of how deep and where you can go into, into the realms that, mm-hmm. you, you know, you've not, not been before. But just as a basic thing, it's, it's more of a concentration thing because the amount of times, uh, you, you know, I get my kids to sit down and look at something, and within ten seconds they're just like I'm bored. Can mm-hmm. I watch TV? Yeah. Can I do this? Can I yeah. do that? And yeah. they're yeah. just flicking around. So just that that art, yeah. Like mm-hmm. you say, life is full of distractions, and just to have that ability to sit down. So for me, that helps me with everything. When I try and sit down to do some work, to read a book, mm-hmm. to to watch uh, the opposition team, to to really focus in, it helps you, you know, concentrate and focus. Which and then uh,
0: it's. It's it's fascinating because you know the, the science says you know performance is equal to P is equal to P minus uh, minus I, right? And I being the interference of your mind, the interference of your environment, the interference of by your experiences, whatever you want to call right. that I. But that's you know so no matter how hard you drive your performance, you're not dealing with that interference, right? Yeah. Um, you know I call it sometimes bias interrupters or interference interruptive. You're not able to deal with it, and you know and 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 the problem, you know, which you and I have spoken about many times, the problem that is that thoughts have energy. And, you know, if you don't deal with the energy, then they just keep coming at you, right? So you have to allow the energy to flow. Uh, And it has to either flow into you and out of you, right? And if it flows into you and it stays there, then it's a meltdown, right? And if if it's constantly out here, then it's stress and anxiety because you're constantly trying to fight the energy associated with it. But yeah. I uh, Pasha, you know, I was telling somebody yesterday, actually, yeah, you know, I remember the first time I did this, you know, it was, we had to get in a rowing boat and we rowed out to a monastery in the middle of a lake and we were kept there for three days and we had to take our shoes and socks off and you had the first 24 hours with starvation and you weren't given anything. Mm-hmm. Right? And I, it wasn't quite the way it is now, the comfort of us and the science behind it. But I remember, I remember the experience of my mind at that moment, you know I hated every other part of this, to be honest you know the coast, west coast of Ireland on a lake right in a in a monastery, stones wandering around the place, but the repetitive process, but the, I walked away with thinking there 's something in this it 's not that yeah. but there 's definitely and over the years obviously i 've developed it and um, appreciated it fully and and i 'm kind of a huge advocate of it, so uh, thank you for endorsing that. but I know that you 've had interference as well. you were telling me before we came on air that uh, you know, somebody's ran into your front gate outside the house. So that must have caused some disruption to your routine yesterday.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. It was, it was one of those unfortunate events. Uh, lady, uh, nobody was hurt determined. badly in
0: this. Uh, let's get that kind of get that in first. Nobody was hurt badly in this, uh, accident. But no, yeah, no. I hear, not, I hear you're badly. blocked. I hear you're blocked in and you can't get out of the house. Yeah,
1: yeah. Our, our gates
0: have been completely
1: caved in. So, uh, um, I think it was more, uh, more effect on the on the building i think the wall had been standing for about 170 years so yeah. there's going to be a, yeah, a bit of renovation but yeah we're we're on for the true sense of lockdown at the minute because we can't get any cars in or out of the driveway <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how's kids sense how's the season been i know you're in the playoffs um where do you think it's going to happen from here on in what's the inside story
1: um the inside story is we're, we're all just sitting on on tender hooks and waiting because uh Nothing's been been decided at the minute. Um, we're currently, if uh, if we finish the season on points per per games, um, we're finishing the playoffs. Um, so, but to be honest, we um, I don't think the season will be. We'll have the luxury to to conclude it. I think um, it's going to be uh, finished now, and we're just going to vote for one team to be promoted. So frustrating because uh it's been such a good season we've we've learned mm. we've learned a lot we've we've improved and we've picked up some really good uh, momentum heading into the back end of the season which uh mm. which as you know in football is critical mm. um and we haven't had the opportunity to finish it off so it looks like all and purposes that our season's done but i've still got my fingers crossed and uh I'm quietly you know, hoping that it, we get the opportunity to finish it because, um, yeah, I believe in, in our squad and, and the group of lads and it would be brilliant. But like I say, it's been a, a great learning curve. We've learned a lot. So and the, the club itself is, has come through a phenomenal turn of events from last, mm. uh, last summer nearly going out of uh, business um, to now where, where it's a really stable stable business model.
0: And I remember having a cup of coffee with you at the beginning of the last year where you, you had no players and you were trying to recruit players and the financial situation was pretty disastrous at that time and you know the structure and the management of it was, was a problem. But you know, but what what's it, what 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 would be interesting, I think, for people is you know, you're leaving Newcastle United, fifty odd thousand people, premiership and you're going to gate you know. How did you manage that transition both as a player and then obviously you know, you were a player at Newcastle, and now you're a player uh, manager at Gateshead. So that there's kind of a, another side to it as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always I've always looked at uh, life in a certain way, and I, I I feel blessed to to have the opportunities to to play at the levels I've played at, and to play currently playing at the level I'm playing at at the minute. And I've always been appreciative. And even when I was at Newcastle, I'd always speak about the honour um, I felt every time I pulled the jersey on um, and it was, it was incredible and an incredible experience, something that i look back and I'll cherish and, you know, I'm sure i tell the grandkids of, uh, you know, past games that I've been involved in. Um, but I still see it as the same. Um, it's its a complete privilege and honour to, to be a manager and player at mm. Gateshead. Um, and it's been a, a, an incredible um, journey for me, like you say, coming in as a player and then I was went in as a coach and, um, in the summer and become uh, become manager, um, and it, it's just it, it's a, it's a different world to to playing in the Premier League, of course. Um, but it's uh, it's still football. It, it's purest. It's still um, eleven guys going out on onto a playing field and trying to find ways and means to to get the three points yeah, and to to win yeah. the game. So, but, like I say, but it must take foundation. different
0: must take different approaches, Mike, because you know as a as a, a player, you know it's all about yourself. It's all about your own preparation. It's all about your own mindset. It's all about kind of performing. You know, sure, you're trying to fit into a team, but you know you have to perform at a level for yourself as well in order to kind of maintain that uh, that, that 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 contribution to the team. Manager yeah. is a complete different thing. You know, you're looking at it from a helicopter point of view. You're not in the, you know, the, the you're not a you're not at the the front in the sense of kind of you know, you're supposed to look at it see overall, see the strategy, see the tactics, take in what the other team is actually doing, work out the positioning, and it's like a game of chess in, in, in kind of making sure you know, that your people and your best performers are in the best position. So how, how do you manage those two mindsets on the pitch? Um, well, firstly, um,
1: I mean, the, the transition, yeah, from a player, always you've got to think about is yourself, your own performance, your own mental and physical kind of preparation and making sure you're in the best state really to to perform come going into management where like you say it's an overview and you've got to make sure and this is where a lot of our conversations and i've learned a lot from you because it's about you know what what makes people tick and what really motivates people and how you connect with them and how how ultimately you get the best out of a a group of lads but my my kind of um my, the way I've approached it has always been when I spoke to the lads is, you know, I'm still a player, so I'm on on, you know, the level playing field with them. I'm in the battle, heat of the battle with them. So it's uh, we're all in it together. So firstly, we all kind of have have a say of what we believe, what we think is going to be the the best outcome for the group of players. Mm-hmm. Um, tactically, um, they buy into everything that we we do as as a management um and we just wanted to cultivate a a really selfless um drive amongst the lads and like i say when when i'm in it sometimes i don't get the the luxury of having that bird's eye view so a lot of it is on instinct and emotion um and this is where it's been a really good learning curve for myself because when you're in the heat of the battle sometimes you do miss things and you've got to kind of um make allowances for that but for me it's, it's just been a case of look we're all in this together we fight together um anything that we say um oh but back? Uh, yeah. yep sorry about that um anything that uh happens um it's all for the best outcome and we just got like say an honest hard-working group of lads who want to learn um mm. exactly the same oh, sorry don't worry, exactly, don't worry about it exactly the same as myself um mm. like you say try and get like-minded People and we're all fighting for the same cause, um, and it, like I say, it's it's really it's really worked.
0: Good. No, that's that's been riveting. So I've got some kind of quick fire questions for you to re- reveal a little bit about yourself, right? Um You know, so yep. you know, I, I remember you telling me, you know, your debut for Newcastle United was in uh, Old Trafford at uh, seventy-five. Wasn't that right? Am I right in that my memory on seventy-five thousand? That that was my Premier League uh, debut. Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I I remember that. I, I kind of, you know, always had it in my head that must have been a a, a huge moment in time, right? In the, you know, in, in, yeah, in the yeah. expectation. Yeah. So you know, when you're as a player, you know, who's the who's the best player you've ever played against?
1: Um, that's a difficult one. I've played against uh, a lot of good players. I'd, I'd say personally, as as a battle, probably the most difficult man to handle was Luis Suarez. Um, mm-hmm. He had, the, he, he had the hunger, the drive, the desire, um, and obviously the ability. I'll look at him now in Barcelona; um, speaks for itself. But to actually try to to contain somebody, um, yeah, it was it was near to the impossible. It was uh, he he was brilliant, and he, you could see he was uh, going to go to the highest level.
0: Mm. And, and and I know you're a goal machine, right? You know, so uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: So, yeah. What's the best goal? I've seen you score a goal. So, what's the best goal you've ever scored, or the most one that has the most meaning for you? Um, that's that's
1: probably a difficult one because it's probably when I was playing for Devon Counties when I was wow. about fifteen years old, um, yeah. and it sticks in my mind because the approach to the game, I was feeling ill and I was feeling run down, and I was thinking. You know, should I play? Um, is it going to be best for me, for the team? And then I decided, no, I'm going to play. And I ended up scoring two. Um, and it's one of those things. It's a psychological kind of blueprint that now I always draw on. Because at that age, I was very impressionable. I was learning my, my kind of infrastructures about the mindset and the psychological aspect of it. And I was in the paper the following day for scoring two. So it sticks in my mind now is every time I get run down or something, I think, yeah, I'm going to score. Because it, it was always, it was quite a poignant moment. So like you say, not, not, not at the heights of Old Trafford. Uh, cause I haven't got too, memory, too many memories of scoring uh, in those games. But um, yeah, to myself, it was, it was very, uh, very poignant in my, my story. And
0: uh, uh, what's the best game you played with Newcastle? What's the best, best game, not game. necessarily the best game that you contributed, but the best game, that, the one that stands in your memory?
1: Um, I'd probably say it's out of two. It's difficult. 5-1 um, when we beat Sunderland because of the, the, the passion and everything that that entails. They're going to
0: love you for remembering that one. Anybody from oh, Sunderland yes. listening
1: to this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got to bring that one up. But also probably to be involved in uh, the um, game against Arsenal where we drew 4-4. We' four nil down at half time I was there.
0: I was there at that game yeah, yeah.
1: it was uh, it' so- was quite incredible. I think we were three nil down in eighteen minutes, and uh it was one of those games where it was almost like a, a dream that you couldn 't control oh, everything was going on around me, and i couldn 't stop it mm-hmm. and Percy was just kind of like getting above me like um all around and I just you know it was one of those forty five minutes and then at half time, we kind of the, we had some real leaders, some real strong characters in the group. Um, and we just came out with a belief. And it was about pride. Ultimately, 4-0 down against Arsenal at home. Um, it's all about pride. But from the first few minutes of when we started, we just sensed that something was in the game. And then they yeah. had a player sent off. And with the crowd, you know how the crowd gets. It was it was incredible, the atmosphere, the energy. you could yeah. You could feel it um and then he had to come back but then at the end of that when it was four all we still had a couple of half chances to win mm. and i was thinking you know this could go down in history of 5-4 if we do so i actually came off the field being a little disappointed thinking <laughs> oh well, you know that that could have been the greatest but like <laughs> I say on reflection what a game
0: now what music do you listen to
1: um anything and everything really except uh my my son's rap music that's something that (laughs) it's easier to tell you what i don't listen to but no i love i love listening on a sunday when we when we're doing a roast dinner and the family are about i love listening to a bit of oasis a bit of uh, a bit of ed sheeran um a bit of blur um you know bands like that really
0: Mm, okay and
1: uh you know what's the uh last book you read um, the book I'm actually currently listening to that I've just been listening to on the bike um, is, uh, you might have come across, I'm not sure, Dawson, Dawson, I have to look at second aim, I've just started listening to it, but it's Mind to Matter. Um, and it follows the same kind of blueprint as uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza. He's one of my favorite mm. authors. And he basically scientifically breaks down how a thought um, in your mind creates matter in the world. And it's, it's phenomenal. That kind of stuff just blows my mind. Um, so, yeah, I can't get enough of that. Um,
0: we better not get we we've, we've spent hours on this one before. We'll, we'll, not, we'll not kind of get other people into our conversation on this particular topic. So what do you do outside of sport? Where is your amusement? Where do you take your buzz from? What kind of activities tend to uh, engage you? Um
1: I would say my my leisurely pursuits would be. I mean, I like to, I love any form of exercise, uh, riding, running, swimming. Um, but I, I'm heavily into my tennis when uh, my my body allows me. Um, I did I got quite quite heavily into that when I was at Newcastle playing with Scholer and uh, sometimes with Rob as well. We had a good little tennis school so. When uh, when I have periods like uh, like this, when we're off, obviously not on the lockdown, but when when that starts getting lifted, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely mm. be back on the tennis court. But like I say, with five kids, my time is accounted for uh, majority of the day, so keeping them entertained is uh, is enough of a. Um, um, no and, and so I,
0: and and I know you're into your diet, and uh, yeah, I know that you know you 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 watch you know, so it's a tea or a coffee. Or alcohol, which of them, you? Know, for me, that's an easy answer, right? There's a really, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and saying the day the pubs open, I'm, I'm out of here, right? I'm, I'm, I'm in <laughs> that, I'm in that pub, right? I will not come out for twelve hours, but you, know, I'm sure that's not on your mind. Um, you know, so what, what do you, what do you do? Kind of, what are the supplements that kind of um, tend to give you a buzz?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, like you say, I'm, I'm, I'm very rigid with my, my routine. Um, at the minute I'm having two coffees a day. Um, one with, uh, ghee and brain octane oil, which is also known as a bulletproof coffee. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I I try and get the majority of my, my nutrients from whole food really. Mm. Um, I'd say probably about 80, 85% plant-based and then um, I have the odd bit of uh, organic
0: and, uh, and meat in, in, into my know, life. I'm always impressed with that discipline. Every time I think of you, I think of discipline, right? The structure, you know, and, and, and there is, a, you know, there's a, there's a huge benefit to that. You know, I think that, you know, a lot of people don't put structure into their day. Uh, and then, you know, it, and then they find that the time is just slipped past and they're not doing the things that they want to do. You know, so I'm I'm very similar. I know what I'm going to do for yeah. the day. I know when I'm going to do it. Uh, I wouldn't have the discipline. You know, I've been out with the dogs on the beach already, but I don't have the the physical discipline. But then, uh, I've, but I have the, the the mental discipline that understands. You know, the structure is important. That meaning in the day. I often say, smile at the day, and I talk about it. You know, what's the structure you're going to put to the day? What's the smile? What's the meaning you're putting in the day? What's the impact you're going to have putting the day? I'm, I'm doing a mental health one. I'm looking at it over here. What's the Uh, what about how you're going to listen and you know what's the echo the day is going to send back to you so there are kind of different things that uh, you know that smile at the day but you know in a lot of sessions that i do right now you know a lot of people are just telling me how frustrated they are or how much they're enjoying the relaxation and that's great you know it's absolutely wonderful that i've got this relaxation and i've got this time and i've got this you know opportunity but you know i'll say but what are you doing with it you know, what yeah. are you doing with it? You know, I'm, I'm thinking, what can I learn during this period? What can I yeah. do? That bit? Yes, I'm doing podcasts and, and I'm doing Zen thoughts for the day. And I did a meditation session yesterday on for a podcast meditation. And I'm trying to do things that I always said I want to do. And I'm, I'm writing a, a child story with my 11-year-old, right, just because I've got the time to do it. Um, but yeah, it is really I important, that structure, you know, and, and, and you've taught me some of that stuff. I've, you know, I thank you for that. But I'm conscious of your time. I, I thank you for your time. Any final thoughts that you'd give to people before we kind of say thank you and uh, goodbye?
1: Yeah, no, like, like I say, when you were just saying about that, what, what I find fascinating is is you have a lot of uh, strengths that you know I, I admire and I, I look up to. Um, and what you're saying is vice versa. Certain things with me comes easy. So my diet and my exercise, that that's really natural. I don't have to work on that. But where when i have to sit down and write or I have to do work that doesn't come natural so i kind of procrastinate and kind of can go to the ends of the earth to kind of bury my head in the sand with things like that but for me it always comes back to it's, it's got to be an individual bespoke blueprint for you and mm-hmm. it's about that internal internal discovery about what does come easy to you because everyone's mm-hmm. got strengths everyone's got weaknesses but then also what's in your value system that you're not quite doing. So like you say, you, we, have, we all have this opportunity now. Are we just sitting watching Netflix for hours or are we using it to learn a new language or to read a new book or to spend more time with kids? So it's really just trying to uncover that. And, and it's all got to be unique to yourself and and it's about your own intentions in life. And it starts every day. And like i you say it's a, it's a fascinating journey we're all on. And uh, I'm just, yeah very privileged to have people in my life like yourself and mentor that is, you know full of knowledge and to learn off
0: oh uh, well i haven't seen you for a while and the thoughts that are going through my head when you're saying that is i must catch up with you because you give me a buzz and you give me a lift and you know those things that you say come difficult to you come easy to me and those things yeah. that come easy to you come difficult to me i right? you know it's easy yeah, for yeah. me to go for a walk right but the fact of going for an hour and a half cycle or a run which is probably what i should do rather than just taking the easy option of just going for a walk. Um, but we'll, we'll talk about that. I'm, again, I'm conscious of the time. So I say, thank you very much. It was really kind of you to give up the time. Right? I feel like I'm praying because it looks like a church behind you, right, at this <laughs> moment in time. It yes, is. Yeah, so it is. A church. I, I knew the answer to that question. It was me. <laughs> yes, it is a church. I know that you're both a church. Um, but, yeah, I feel like I'm praying. Uh, but thank you for your time. Thank you for giving up your time. You know, do takes keep safe look after the kids, you know, and keep the mind active. And uh, I look forward to catching up with you soon. Thank you. No problem. My pleasure. Thank you, Maurice. If you're interested in change, mindset and personal development, whether in your personal life or career, you can head over to mauristoffee.com forward slash resources, where you'll be able to access loads of inspirational material Articles, podcasts, and motivational thoughts, as well as meditation and visualization exercises. You can also get in touch with Dr. Maurice Duffy and his team by email on letstalk at And don't forget to follow him on Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook. Simply search for at the Beak Squawks.